And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Raider Nation, what is going on? Eddie Pascal here back at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for a, another episode of Upon Further Review, brought to you by the friends at Coors Light. And... Certainly not a boring 36 hours here in the building. We have a lot to discuss. And, man, just coming off the jump, right? Let's uh, let's dive in. Head coach Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, general manager, relieved of their duties earlier this week. And we will just go from the jump. We will, relieve, excuse me, we will read the statement that Raiders owner Mark Davis put out late night on Halloween. Scary hours for sure. Uh, and it goes as follows. The Las Vegas Raiders have relieved Josh McDaniels and David Ziegler of their duties as head coach and general manager. After much thought about what the Raiders needed to move forward, I have decided to part ways with Josh and Dave. I want to thank them both for their hard work and wish them and their families nothing but the best, said Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis. And certainly if you're a fan of this team, if you you know follow this team in any way, shape, or form, it has been the big news surrounding your Las Vegas Raiders the past, uh, let's call it the past 48 hours. And yeah, man, we're going to talk about it. We're going to dive in. Uh, we have a great episode of the show. We have a lot to get to, as you would imagine. And we were talking about what we needed to kind of accomplish in this week's episode of the show, who we wanted to hear from, what we needed to kind of check off the old, uh, the old checklist there. And for me, we were talking about it. We were kind of going through our, our pre-show stuff. And I said, who do we need to hear from? We need to hear from team leader, right? We need to hear from someone who has their pulse on this roster, who is a leader on this roster, who is is kind of playing at a high level. And I think, honestly, has a really good idea of kind of the feelings that the fan base has. And all that came back to our guy, Max Crosby. So we put the ask in, Max, per usual, just a legend, making some time for us, and sat down with us for a little bit of a, a little bit earlier this afternoon. So in just a few minutes, we are going to play our interview with Max Crosby. But before we do that, man, we have a lot to get to. We have our transactions. We have all the news and notes that have surrounded the silver and black the past couple of days. So we will just dive in. With our transactions brought to you by Shift 4 Payments. So I know it feels funny to say that, hey, we've even been making roster moves because it feels like it's gotten lost in everything that's been happening here in the building. But yeah, Raiders have been cooking. So since the last time that we hung out, the Raiders have made the following roster moves. On October 30th, they activated linebacker Curtis Bolton from the reserve injured list, placed linebacker Kanai Mauga on the reserve injured list, activated kicker James McCourt and wide receiver DJ Turner from the practice squad. Then the very next day, on October 31st, Wide receiver DJ Turner reverted to the practice squad. The Raiders released kicker James McCourt from the practice squad. We're not done yet. On November 1st, which was just yesterday, 
And Silver and Black signed linebacker Austin Ajayke and linebacker Isaac Ar Isaac Darkangelo to the practice squad. And finally, just a few hours ago, as you record this on a Thursday afternoon, Champ Kelly, interim head coach Champ Kelly, excuse me, interim general manager Champ Kelly, more on that in just a second, signed linebacker Jalen Smith. Yes, that Jalen Smith. And released cornerback David Long Jr. So certainly a lot of practice, uh, excuse me, a lot of roster moves that have occurred the past uh, couple days for the Silver and Black. And a lot of just moves in general. So let us just begin at the top, right? We read the statement from owner Mark Davis announcing that Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler have been relieved of their duties. They are out. And before we kind of officially turn the page and look ahead to what life is going to look like with Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly at the uh, at the you know in the in the big dog seat for the time being. I just want to kind of go back ever so briefly, and, and JT, uh, JT the Brick and I talked about this uh, during Raiders Roundtable yesterday. I encourage all of you guys to go, you know, listen to that, watch that. We went about an hour and a half doing a deep dive on everything that has happened in, in terms of these uh, personnel moves. But I, I think it's important just to, you know, from the jump, just kind of remind all of us that, remind everyone that there is a very human element to all of this, right? And, and we look at the on-field performance from the Silver and Black over the last year and a half and, and hasn't been where, where any of us have wanted it to be. Hasn't been where the coaching staff wanted it to be. Hasn't been where the fan base certainly wanted it to be, where the players wanted it to be, right? And, and the Raiders sit here now two games under 500 at about the halfway point. Not where they want to be. Not where they expect it to be. So we can say, we can live in a world of two truths, right? We can live in a world where what we have seen on the field for the past 18 months hasn't been good enough, where Mark Davis felt it was to the level where something had to change. That can be true. That is true. That is a fact. We are living in that fact right now. What can also be true is that two guys who put a ton of time, put a ton of effort, moved their families, relocated, did the whole thing, they are now in flux personally, right? And, and I've talked to talk about it a bunch on this show. I've talked to, about it to a bunch of, of folks in this building, right? Like, I, Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels were very good to us. They were good to our department. They provided uh, a lot of insight and intelligence and, and shared a lot of what they've learned and what they, you know, were, were willing to share with us, right? Dave was great. Dave has been on this show probably more than any other general manager that we've had since my, my time here, right? I personally really enjoyed Dave. I mean, for goodness sake, Dave, when I had a baby, Dave, Dave Ziegler and his wife bought us a present, right? Like there was a, a personal element to our relationship. And I, and I very much appreciated what Dave did for me, what he did for our department, right? So two things can be true, right? Where what we saw in the field wasn't good enough, but also a human element to all this. And that's all I'm asking for, for people to remember, right? I'm not saying I'm not here to give the, the postmortem on what worked and what didn't work in the, in the Ziegler McDaniels era. I'm not here to say it was right. It was wrong. I'm not here to do that, right? That's not my job. I'm just simply reminding everyone they're human beings with, with real life stuff going on. Uh, and, and that's, that's the reality of it. But what our current reality is, is the Raiders have a new leadership structure. We have a new leadership dynamic. We had a lot of new over the past 48 hours. So what is new? Well, Antonio Pierce is in. Champ Kelly is in. That is also a fact. That is also reality. And while we are still getting to know Antonio, and obviously we've, we've known Champ a little bit better. We've had Champ kind of in the mix, certainly as you know, the past couple seasons, and he's done media and a really intelligent, bright, well-spoken dude with a really bright future in this league, right? 
going to be awesome to see what him and Antonio do with this experience, right? You watch or you listen to that opening press conference, which shameless plug alert, you can find on either Raiders Podcast Network, Raiders YouTube, Raiders.com, wherever you consume your Raiders content. If you have not listened to it yet, I encourage every single one of you to go listen through. It's about half an hour, and you're going to be ready to run through a brick wall at the end. We talk about what is important for the next nine weeks. And again, that is where my focus in is these next nine weeks. So I guess 10 weeks with the bye technically, but I, at these next nine games, let's call them. It's not my job to say what's going to happen at the end of the season. It's not my job to say this is what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Here's who's going to be in this role. Again, my focus is these next nine regular season games, the opportunity that Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly have and the rest of the guys in that locker room, right? The opportunity that they have to get this back on track and to put their best foot forward. And I'll tell you what, Antonio Pierce is going to have these guys ready to rock on Sunday afternoon at Allegiant Stadium. There is no doubt in my mind about that. They are going to be ready to go. The energy is going to be high. We talk about the energy shift and, and Max Crosby and I talked about that a little bit in our, in our conversation that we'll get to here in just a sec. But it's palpable, right? You can feel the change in dynamic. And again, I don't want to say it's better. I don't want to say it's worse. But I, we can all acknowledge that it is a different energy, right? It is a different energy. Like if you are one of the employees that is walking around, if you're a member of Silver and Black Productions, if you're a member of Ticketing, uh, our community department, you can feel it. You walk into this building today. You walk into this building yesterday. There is something different in the air. I don't know what that is, right? I don't know how to define it quite yet. We're about 48 hours into this, not even, but it is something different. And I am excited to see what this looks like, how it matures, how it grows, how it ultimately manifests itself over the next 10 weeks. I am fired up to see that. And all begins this Sunday back at Allegiant Stadium at, as I look at my schedule, 1.25 p.m. Pacific. It's going to be a blast. I cannot wait. Uh, we talk about... Antonio Pierce, what he is going to bring to this to, to the guys in the locker room. We talk about Champ Kelly, what he's going to do to the personnel side. Certainly the man kind of overseeing all the transactions, right? All the aforementioned transactions we had. Uh, roster management, things of that nature. That's all going to be Champ's, Champ's baby. But one of the first things that uh, that Coach Antonio Pierce and, and Champ Kelly did, they announced we got a new starting quarterback, right? So the changes keep on coming. Jimmy Garoppolo, for the time being, is out. Not out in the sense that he's not on the team, just he is not going to be QB1 anymore. The Raiders have a new starting quarterback. His name is Aiden O'Connell. You know him. You love him. You have become very familiar with him uh, since he was drafted uh, last April, or I guess technically this April, if we're going to semantic it up. But look, man, it's we talk about this infusion of new. We talk about this infusion of energy. We talk about uh, so much change, and I don't want to say flux, but so many things, so many variables that we're, we're kind of working through at the moment. And one of those new variables is going to be a new starting quarterback. And, and I, for one, I'm really excited to see what Aiden's going to do with this opportunity. And I keep coming back to that word, right? Opportunity. It's an opportunity for Aiden. This is an opportunity for Antonio. This is an opportunity for Champ. This is an opportunity for every single guy in that locker room. I was talking to someone earlier today, and they said, look, it doesn't matter, right? The folks around the league don't care about your circumstance. The New York Giants do not care that the Raiders have had a really... I don't want to say bizarre, had a, had a very transitionatory, is that a word? Whatever. There's been a lot of change for the past 48 hours. You think Daniel Jones cares? You think Saquon Barkley cares? You think Kayvon Thibodeau cares? They don't care. There is zero concern, zero regard for everything the Raiders have gone through over the past couple of days on that side of the country. And there shouldn't be any, right? If you're a fan of the Giants, if you're a member of the Giants, I don't care what's going on in Las Vegas. We're focused on us. 
And so I think that having that that focus, having that understanding of like, look, a lot of stuff going on, right? A lot of stuff going on. No one cares. No one cares. What what they're going to care about is, is that you guys are ready to rock on game day. And I'm excited to see what what comes from this opportunity, right? I'm excited to see what Aiden does playing in front of the home crowd. Last time he played in front of the home crowd was the preseason. His single start this year came away from home now, I think it's fair to say, came in our home away from home in Los Angeles. But there's a big difference between playing at SoFi and playing at Allegiant Stadium. I'm excited to hear that ovation from from the Raider Nation for Aiden. I'm excited to hear that ovation for when we see Antonio Pierce on the big screen for the first time. I'm excited to see the love that this fan base gives to him and to Champ and to Aiden. But not just those guys. The entire collective of the, of the guys in that locker room. The entire roster. It is going to be awesome. It is going to be electric. Uh, and it is going to be something really, really cool that I think we should all be super fired up about. Another guy who's fired up. Another guy who's feeling good. Another guy who is, I mean, candidly, outside of everything that's happened the past couple of days, is playing at an all-pro, and I will say at a defensive player of the year type of level. Our, our, our buddy Max Crosby, friend of the program, Max Crosby. And, and like I said at the top, man, we when we were thinking of kind of how we wanted to, to build out today's show... We needed to have a, a team leader. We needed to have a strong voice. We needed to have someone with their uh, their finger on the pulse, not only in this locker room, but the fan base. Max Crosby, check, 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 and check again. I have led him up, uh, or excuse me, I've, I've teased his interview long enough. He's one of the best, uh, one of the best guys we have in this locker room. He's one of the best players in the NFL, and I have a feeling you are going to love what he's got to say. So, without further ado, enjoy our conversation with friend of the program, Max Crosby. And if ever there was a moment to talk to my guy, Max Crosby, we are in that moment, Mr. Crosby. Uh, past 36 hours, brother, how has it been? Uh, it's been a, a lot, you know, there's been a lot, uh, a lot going on, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, we're here for one re uh, reason, and that's to win. So, um, you know, you got to have a ton of respect, you know, for Josh and uh, Dave and all them. You know, I got a ton of love for them. You know, they, they believed in me since day one. Um, my relationships with them personally were great. Um, but we're on to new things, like uh, AP said. So um, we got a whole new, you know, vibe, a lot of different energy going on, and it's it's been incredible, you know, these last 36 hours. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Obviously, it's a short week, but uh, nobody cares. Uh, we got to go out and win. And uh, now the, you know, the margin for error is really thin. So we're we got to be, you know, at our best. Yeah, you talk about the energy, and it's something that you know I think everyone in this building can feel, right? There's an energy shift, and we're not here to say whether it's better or worse or whatever it mm -hmm. is, right? It's a, but it's a different energy. Like yeah. you guys in that locker room, like how has it felt for you guys? Um, you know, anytime there's change like that, it just happens like this. You know, our lives are it's always on go. Like you're constantly you're worried about the next thing um, all the time, and so. You know, we're with Coach every single day. We see Dave every single day, then boom, now they're out. So it's like, it happens really fast. So you don't really have time to emotionally like adjust to it. It's just like, boom, I gotta show up and I gotta, you know, do my job at a high level. So um, no matter what it is, you know, the energy has been incredible. Um, we've, we, you know, been having fun. You know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a kid's game um, and it's taken very seriously. But at the end of the day, if you're not enjoying what you're doing on a day, you know, on the day to day and the daily basis, uh, you're not going to go out there and put a, you know, a good product on on the field. So that's kind of been our main emphasis. You know, that's interesting to say because we were listening to Antonio's presser yesterday. And one thing that like stuck out, like stood out to me is when he's talking about how important it is to have fun. He goes like, look, let, like, let's be real. He goes, yeah. we're compensated really well to play a kid's game. We live in, we have a beautiful stadium. We have a beautiful practice facility. We're in an awesome part of the country. He's like, what are you guys upset about? Like, there's nothing to be upset about. So like, yeah. I wonder if 
from like a, from an emotional standpoint, right? Coming off of two games that weren't your best, like, does it feel good to kind of have that, like, yeah, man, like in the grand scheme of things, like life is good. Yeah, I, you know, that's kind of my approach every single day. You know, for me, um, I put everything I have into this. Um, it's all year round for me, and I love what I do. So, yeah, you know, people could act like we have problems when in reality um, I'm able to take care of not only my kids but my kids kids and their kids so it's like I've been you know so blessed just to be able to play this game and all my all the teammates that I have in here like Devontae all these guys like we're so blessed in so many different ways obviously football is our life is a way of life so it yeah it's hurt you know it hurts we want to win we're putting everything into just being out there on Sundays um, but when you're losing it's tough but in the grand scheme of things like we're so blessed to be in this position and uh, honestly times like this um, I think that's where you grow the most and you figure out who you are as a person and for me I'm never going to fall into that trap and I, and I test myself every single day because I've been through a lot in my life in general so um, that's what I've just been you know preaching in the locker room it's like you know we could crawl in the corner fall into the trap oh you know we're rebuilding we're doing this we're doing that or it's like no you stand ten toes you you show up with a you know attitude to get better and have that swag and just go out there and improve and like no matter what the score is, you know, how I play it, like I'm not ever stopping and I'm never going to, you know, fall into that trap. And I, I literally, I try to push that, you know, throughout the building. AP is doing the same thing. Yeah, I think one thing I was upset about with you is I was like, make me smarter, right? And, and so for, you know, we, we transitioned now into the AP era, right? Him yeah. and Jam kind of rocking, you know, at the heavy ship for the time being. Like, what is the benefit of having a player now in that position as head coach? A guy who's been there, who's won Super Bowls, who's done it at a high level for a really long time, who's been in college, he's done all these things, like for the Max Crosby's, the Devontae's, the, the Amir Abdul's, everyone, right? Like, what yeah. is that benefit to have a dude who's walked in your shoes? Well, I think it's a, he's got obviously a unique perspective on things, you know, being a player and a coach. He's one as a player, he's one as a coach, so he understands both sides of it. Um, so he can relate to the players at a different level. And that's nothing against any other coaches. There's a lot of great coaches that never played a, a snap of, you know, football. But, um, you know, AP just has a unique way of getting the room's attention. And he's one of those guys, you know, that unanimously is respected throughout the building. So it's an easy transition for him. He can be a leader in the form of, like me and him on the sidelines, like you could ask him, like we get into it all the time. Like it's like a competition. Like he'll try to get under my skin to piss me off during a game. So he knows how to, you know, flip that trigger. And I'm like, all right, bet. And like we go back and forth, but that's how our relationship is. And he knows how to relate on both sides. He can be a coach. He can, you know, relate to you as a player. He can relate to you as a man, um, you know. So he just, I feel like, um, you know, he's the right guy to step in, you know, for this job. So I'm excited for him. He said he's going to try to match your energy, bro. I don't know yeah. anyone in this, in this building yeah. the state can match your energy, but I think he's going to give it a heck of a try. Yeah, no question. You know, we talk about it all the time. I always – I've messed with coaches all the time too, coaches, players, whatever it is. I'm always, you know, standing on people, talking about energy. You need to bring that juice. Y'all can't match my energy. That's just how I am. Um, and AP, you know, if there's anybody that's going to be, you know, trying to do it or at least get close to it, I, I definitely think it would be him. So – uh, yeah, but you know I like to hold that that first team all energy uh, crown no matter what. And I gotta ask you too, man. We're out there at practice today. First song, right? We go out straight out of Compton. Is that mm -hmm. was that a Max Crosby request, or is that is it my guys with full ops <laughs> taking care of? Them? Um, no, I did not request that, but I feel like it was it was definitely you know the right the right song choice.
you know, going, you know, you talked about it, going in on a short week, right? There's so many unique aspects to, like we said, the past 36 hours, but going into Sunday. Uh, Body-wise, not only for you, but for the entire collective, like, what are the kind of the challenges of having all this change, of having all these, you know, new variables thrown at us? And like, hey, we got to play a game on Sunday now. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like I said, like in this business, you don't have time to think or time to adjust. It's You just keep going. And uh, it's whoever does it the best and you know how how to respond to adversity the best that's the people who have you know the most success in this in this league so yeah for me there's been a lot you know we traveled literally back from Detroit right after the Monday night game and it was like I didn't you didn't fall asleep to like 3 30 a.m you got to wake up then you got to lift and it's like then our coach is you know is out, out the door that same day so it's like a whirlwind like this 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 but you could think about that feel bad for yourself or you find a way and for me it's like you're always gonna, you're, I'm always going to find a way, and I know everybody else is focused on the main goal. You know, we have a football game to play at the end of the day. You know, I've been through this situation, A.J. Cole, Josh Jacobs. We've been through this before, so, yeah, you know, there's a lot of talk going around the building. There's a lot of talk in the media and everybody, but at the end of the day, we're showing up, we're playing football, and we're going to go try to win, you know, on Sunday. You know, one thing I think people, I don't want to say aren't giving enough credit to, but, like, I think that we forget sometimes, like, we're not even halfway through the regular season yet, no. right? So there is a ton of football left. There's a yes. ton of runway for you guys to get where you want to get to. Like, yep. how important is it just for all of us, right, to remember, like, hey, been a weird 36 hours, right? We can call a spade a spade. Been a weird day and a half. But, hey, we still got a ton. It's not, it's not early January, right? Like, you, still, you guys still have a ton of left to accomplish. Yeah, 100%. You know, we literally, we, we talk about it. We we're, we come in April as a full team. There months and months and months of training just to get to camp. And then you got six weeks of camp and then you're preparing for these 17 games so no matter what's going on in the middle of it you can make you know you can fall into that trap and say okay we'll get ready for next year like that's just not how a winner thinks and that's not how I think that's not how AP that's not how Devontae thinks that's not how these guys think we're here to be our best put our best work on display put it on film and try to our absolute best to win games and that's what we're trying to do so um yeah, there's nine games left. I have many goals that I still have that I'm trying to, you know, accomplish, and I want to win, and I want to do all these things. And it's like we're three and five, but at the end of the day, you've seen crazier things happen. And for me, I show up every single day with the mindset to get better, um, and I'm looking for that 1% of improvement in every single area. So um, that's where my mind's at. Um, I think everybody's, you know, closer now. And uh, we just got to keep moving. Last one before I get you out of here. You know, obviously not spilling state secrets or anything, but yeah. the first team meeting, Antonio talked about it yesterday, just kind of the energy in that room. I mean, like, again, from, from your perspective, from a team leader perspective, from a guy who's been here, seen a lot of stuff, right? Like, yeah. how would you kind of categorize that first team meeting that Antonio led? Um, you know, I feel like the number one thing I could say about him is that he's just direct. He's blunt about everything. He's going to give you the truth. Um, Sometimes you don't want to hear it, but that's what you, you know, you'd rather have that than somebody's sugar coach. And, uh, you know, a guy like AP, you got to respect it because, like I said, he's been a player. He's been in our shoes. He's been, you know, on the other side, he's been coaching, and he's seen it all. And uh, a guy like that that can step in front of the room and just demand respect, um, it makes everybody else, you know, be a little bit more dialed in, a little bit more, you know, have a little bit of nervous and like, okay, like I need to be on point at the same time, but uh, you know, you want to play for somebody like that because you know, he's got your back. So, um, that's, you know, what I feel like is the most important thing about that meeting. You know, he just was straight up honest. He said, there's no secrets in this building. This is everybody's together. We're a team. We're going to do this together. He goes, I, you know, he was talking about, I'm on a lease. Like I got 10, you know, 10 weeks 
you know, to come out here and, and do it, you know, have this opportunity. I never planned on it. I didn't know this was coming, but like he said, I'm going to be 100% myself. And he's like, any questions, anything you got, come to me. It's like there's no secrets in this building. So, uh, you know, I feel like it got everybody's attention. It got everybody fired up. And, uh, you know, today was a good start on the field. So. We're, we're fired up. Yeah, and no, we're fired up for Sunday back at Allegiant Stadium. So oh, yeah. you guys do your thing. Uh, per usual, it's always such a pleasure to come chat with you. I always, hey, I always appreciate you carving out some time on yep. a busy Max Crosby day. Best of luck Sunday. We'll talk to you soon, all right, brother? Appreciate it, man. And big shout out per usual to our guy Max Crosby, man. Like, I, I know that I, I say it every time that he comes on, but I'm so appreciative of the relationship that we built with Max since his time back in Oakland. And I I'll tell anyone who listens, he is the exact same guy that walked into our building at 1220 Harbor Bay Parkway in Alameda. Got a few more tats, a little bit bigger, has got a beard now, is a dad, but he's the same dude. He is the same dude. And, and obviously I haven't worked with a ton of, of superstar NFL players outside of this building, but I'll tell you what, man, he is he is the same guy today as he was then. And I think that he is, a, he's the best of us, right? He is the, the kind of embodiment of I think what what an athlete should be what a human being should be a dude who's open and honest about his struggles and where he needs to get better and uh man hell of a defensive end too brings the quarterback down in uh in a big way and plays a really just exciting brand of football and I cannot wait to see him go out there and do his thing this Sunday okay speaking of this Sunday though we do it every week my favorite question to ask to myself as I stand in the shower and contemplate life the Raiders will win if, and there are so many ways that we could take this one on Sunday, right? There are so many things that we kind of hone in on. And, and I think that what's awesome about Sunday is that there's kind of an element of mystery to Sunday, isn't there, right? There's an element of we're not quite sure. Now, look, we're not going to have wholesale changes, right? We're not going to have uh, the, the, the operation that we see on Sunday is not going to be so dramatically different to what we've seen in the past eight weeks. But there are going to be some new wrinkles. There are going to be some new tweaks. There are going to be a few new things that we go, oh, okay, how about that? But I really think for me, and I don't, I, I'm trying to figure out how to kind of phrase this carefully. A lot of this, to me, is going to come back to the starting quarterback, as it always does, right? So much of this comes back to the play that you get from the guy under center. And and I, and I say that I want to be careful about this because I don't want people to interpret this as like Aiden O'Connell has to ball out for this team to win. I don't I don't want that to be the case. I don't think in my heart that that's the case, but I just want to I, I think it's important to emphasize that so much of what we see in the NFL week in, week out, whether it's the Raiders, the Cardinals, the Niners, whoever it is, comes back to the play as starting quarterback. So for me, the Raiders will win on Sunday. If our guy, Aiden O'Connell, gets the support that he needs, right? And we talk about that support. Yes, that support comes from the obvious ones, the big fellas up front, keeping him upright, giving him time to operate. Yes, that, that is in, in vital. That is important. That support also comes in the form of Devontae Adams, right? Uh, the best wide receiver in the NFL, a dude who has been very vocal about things that need to get better, things that need to change. You know his involvement in this uh, in this offensive operation. He needs to give support to the young fella. It comes in the form of a dynamic running game. Josh Jacobs, your rushing leader from a year ago. It comes. You know we talk about it all the time. What is the best thing for a quarterback, especially a young quarterback, a competent? potent operation on the ground. Can Josh have that game? And look, I feel like we're getting closer and closer and closer to seeing that Josh Jacobs explosive game, that, oh my goodness, here he comes game. 
this would be an awesome time to have it, man. You got your young quarterback making his second career start. It's going to be loud. It's going to be raucous at Allegiant Stadium. You're going against a New York Giants team that, in my opinion, is a little bit better than their record indicates, right? Played in some tough games, lost some tough games, but all the same, a, a good, viable NFL team. I'm excited, man. I, and I think that if if Aiden can get that type of support, right, if it doesn't have to completely fall on his shoulders, and I, I know we use this term, and it gets thrown around a lot, and I feel like sometimes it has a negative connotation, but in this case, I don't view it as that. If he can be a game manager, right, if he can give Devontae his shots, if he can have, you know, if he can get the Raiders in the right looks, if he can move his protection around so Josh Jacobs has those big holes to run through, he gives Josh the opportunity to be explosive, he gives Devontae the opportunity to be a playmaker, he gives Michael Mayer and Jacoby their chances to go up and get the ball. If he can be that point guard, right, he doesn't have to be Kobe Bryant in his prime, right? He just get the ball, dish the rock out. That's what I want to see from Aiden O'Connell. If he can be put in a position to do that, and if he can take his advantage of, here's that word again, his opportunity, I really, really like the Raiders' chances. Because I tell you what, man, I, I said it at the top, and I've said it a handful of times, Antonio Pierce is going to have these guys ready to go. They are going to be ready to go. They are going to be amped up. Max Crosby is going to run into that tunnel as he always does with his hair on fire. And we heard from Antonio Pierce in his press conference yesterday. He goes, I, I want 61 minutes from these guys, right? Give me your 60 minutes plus one. Give me that. Give me that little bit extra. And I guarantee you that we are going to see that on the field that uh, on this Sunday. We are going to see that effort. We're going to see that intensity. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of Sunday, our guy Jason Fitz back on fifth quarter duty. It'll be good to hear him. It'll be good to see him. And, and as I said, man, a lot to talk about. Regardless of what happens on Sunday, we are going to have a lot, of, lot to talk about. But before we get out of here, you know I would not depart, especially this episode, my goodness, without cracking an ice cold bruchacho. And today, just because it's my show and I can do what I want, we're cracking two beers. Uh, beer number one, friend of the program, Daniel Carlson. There's this awesome video floating around uh, the, the Twitter and Instagram sphere of my guy, the cash money man, making a kid's day, uh, recent game going up to him, signing his jersey, having a little conversation with him pregame. And, and man, you look at the the reaction from this little gentleman in his Devontae Adams jersey. I mean, that's that's what we all do this for, right? Like, that is the moment. That's a moment that that kid is going to remember for the rest of his life. He is going to be a Raiders fan the rest of his life. He is going to be a Daniel Carlson fan the rest of his life. And, and look, so often we get caught up in the wins and the losses, and I get that. And, and we are very much in a production-based business, right? Uh, certainly the players and, and the front office more than the uh, the knuckleheads like me that talk about the team. But like, we forget that this is a little kid's game, right? This is a game that, that they're inherently at its core. There needs to be joy and celebration and happiness. Uh, and just seeing that clip over the past couple days, kind of resurface and, and then circulate and, and get a, a lot of attention has been awesome. Uh, I've obviously made no secret how fond I am of Carlson, uh, how much, you know, I, I, you know, appreciate and respect what he does on the field and off the field. And man, always, uh, always a good dude. And we talk about those little moments that, that get lost in translation and then just kind of get lost in the shuffle of things. Uh, and I'm really glad that that moment is not going to be one of those moments. So good on you on, uh, good on you, Daniel Carlson, keep on kicking those 50 yard field goals and, uh, and making little kids days, man. That's what it's all about. And secondly, got to do it, man. The new inter interim head coach for your Las Vegas Raiders, Antonio Pierce. This one's for you, big fella, man, the reaction from the fan base over the past couple days, 
has been so cool to see. Uh, it's good to see this fan base united, rallying around uh, not only their team, but the new interim head coach, the guy who's going to be tasked with kind of not only keeping this operation afloat, right, but, you know, kind of steering it in the right direction uh, and getting a few Ws. And, and I talked about it with Max, as you guys heard a minute ago. We still got a lot of football left to play. We are technically speaking not even at the halfway point yet. We will be at the halfway point because of this silly 17th game. We will be at the halfway point at halftime this upcoming Sunday. But as we record this on a Thursday afternoon, we are not at the halfway point yet. The Raiders are just two games under 500. Yes, the road ahead of them is treacherous and long, and there's a lot of really good football teams that they're going to have to play. But man, a lot of football left to be played. A lot, a lot of football left to be played. And I think as we sit here, we should all be optimistic. We should all be fired up. We should all kind of, you know, rally our collective spirit around Antonio and Champ and the guys in this locker room. And man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. And I, I tell people all the time, it will be one thing. It will not be boring. And I, uh, it's good for us. Gives us a lot to talk about. And I'm, I'm really excited. So on that note, Raider Nation, get on ready for game day on Sunday. We haven't been back at Allegiant Stadium in a hot minute. It'll be good to be back there. It'll be good to see all your shining faces. And uh, man, yeah, it'll be good vibes, good times. And certainly, as I said, no shortage of things to discuss post-game. So for Eddie Pascal, our guest this week, the one and only Max Crosby, everyone else at Silver and Black Productions who helps keep our program afloat, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I said, it's going to be a fun one. I cannot wait. And we will see you guys next week, same time, same place, for our next episode of Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network.